Welcome to a life-changing encounter with the Word of God, presented to you from the Kodesh, Lighthouse Chapel International. This great teaching provides clear and straightforward answers for anyone desiring to walk according to the Word of God. Enjoy some of the most comprehensive and down-to-earth teachings as taught at the Lighthouse Chapel International. Hallelujah. How many are aware that this Saturday we have a breakfast meeting at... um, St. Anthony's uh, Preparatory School, South Odoko. How many are aware? How many are not aware? Okay, so you know now. So we are all expected to be there. It's a powerful breakfast meeting, it's an outreach. Uh, we plan to uh, win souls for the Lord. Amen. So. Um, Let's all be there. Let's win the souls in that area. We are singing. We work the field of souls. It's time to go and do the work. Amen. Hallelujah. So Saturday morning, we are expecting that 7 o'clock sharp. We are all there. We take off by 9. We finish. Then whatever you want to do, you can go and do it. Amen. Um, I'm inviting the group to come and sing for us So it's going to be powerful Amen. Hallelujah So let's all be there And I think it's going to be a great time Lift up your hands to the Lord Talk to God in a minute Ask God to speak to you Let's pray that the Lord will touch us And help us Oh yes Oh yes Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Oh, Librosi Catalababoshanabariande. Oh, Riasandelebomonde, Ketoleambadorobosone Mari. Shendaria Sandalababone. Holy Ghost, do it again. Do it again in our lives. Oh, open our eyes to see Jesus. Oh, seated upon the
worship your holy name. You are he dwelling within our prayer. Here we are, and here we are. Oh, lifting our hands to you. And here we are. Thanks for all you do, and as we pray, worship your holy name. You are here, oh, dwelling within our prayer. Oh, Father, we thank you for your presence tonight. Holy Spirit, we welcome you. Open our eyes to see Jesus. May we behold wondrous things from the word of God. May our lives be transformed. May we move closer and closer to who you want us to be, O God. We bless you. We thank you. Tonight, let your perfect will be done in our lives. We give you thanks in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. God bless you. Please be seated. Today I want us to look at chapter 4. Ten types of workers. (laughs) Ten types of workers in the church. There are workers and there are workers. What type are you? It's a question. So as we are going through, see which type you are. And if you have to make some adjustments, make it. Quickly. Now, the first type of worker in the church. Workers who are sons and daughters. Wow. You know, one day Jesus says something. He said that a son shall abide. He said, a son abides forever. Isn't that what Jesus said? Where, where, where is that scripture? I think in John something. John. A son will abide forever. But one who is not a son, he behaves as if he is just doing you a favor. No, we can actually do this ministry work like we are doing family business. Yeah. If you watch the Lebanese and all these people, you see that as they are doing the work, the son is doing this, the, this one is doing that, nephew is doing this, uncle is doing this. They are, it's a family business. Oh, may we have a family business in the church? Yeah, sometimes when you are doing that thing, some people will say, ah, Oh, for sure, I didn't do too much. Why? Is the church for your father? Tell the person, yes, it's for my father. It's for my father. It's for my father. It's a family business. If you don't look at it that way, you will do the thing anyhow. Yeah, it's for my father. I've given myself to God. My father's business. When Jesus was was doing this thing, he had gone to church. Young boy, he was in church doing it. Then they were saying that this, that, that. I said, why? 
Why are you looking for me? Don't you know that I must be about my father's business? Oh, put your hands together for Jesus. Read, read the scripture for us. John eight thirty five. And the servant abideth not in the house forever. The servant doesn't abide forever. But the son abideth forever. But a son. Because the son knows that the thing is for our family business. There's nowhere else I'm going. This is where we are eating from. This is where daddy is taking care of us from. So there's nowhere else we are going. I better do it well. Philippians chapter 2. Read for me from verse, uh, maybe from verse 20. Verse 20. For I have no man like-minded. Yeah. Who will naturally care for your state. Mm. For all seek their own. Not the things which are Jesus Christ's. Wow. But ye know the proof of him. That as a son with the father. Wow. He has served with me in the gospel. Wow. It's so nice. Paul was just giving a testimony about Timothy. And he was saying that I don't have anybody who has the same mind like I have. Somebody who thinks like me, he's like-minded. And he said, he will naturally care for your state. He will not be forced to do it. He will not be told to do it. Don't be a worker that we have to tell you to do before you do it. Don't be a chorister that we have to say, come for choir practice. If you don't come, something will happen. If you don't come, a, a fish will swallow you before you come. Why? We, we have to ask you, have you sent your report? Send your report. Basel Shepherd, send your report. Do this. We have to. If you don't do, a wind will blow you away. If you don't. Hey! Naturally, naturally, when you, you will be thinking about it, hey, I haven't sent my report, I have to send it, I have to do I have no one who will naturally care for your state. I know why you're not happy because the message is warning you. It must be a natural thing. Surely must come to you. Nobody must be telling you do this, do that before you do it. Visit your members. Have you visited them? Have you gone? Have you done follow up? Have you? We have to say it, hammer it over and over and over again. Bishop says there are some, there are people who work in the ministry as sons and daughters of the ministry. And listen, I'm not talking about people who also, when they see you, they daddy you, daddy you. A lot of people like daddy, oh daddy, oh daddy, oh daddy. Don't daddy me, do the work. One day the Bible says that. King Jehu, he was on his chariot. He was riding in 2 Kings chapter 10 and verse 15. Bible says that, and he lighted upon Jehonadab. 
He met Jehoiada. And then Bible says that when he saw him, he saluted him. Salutation. With the salutation, yeah, daddy, 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 daddy. So when he saluted him, straight away, King Jehu didn't allow him to be. He said, Is your heart with me as my heart is with you? It's a question. Oh, daddy, me know. Am I your daddy? Are you, are you a proper son or daughter? If, if you are a, a son, you will do what your daddy does. Bishop said one day somebody saw him. He said, Daddy, daddy, daddy. He said, Hey, don't daddy me. Then he saw his children running around. He said, Have you seen my children? He said, Can't you see that they look like me? You, do you look like me? The sign that I am your daddy is that I, you look like me. You do what I do. If you are not doing what I am doing in the ministry, don't daddy me. A lot of people like daddy, daddy, daddy too much. Papa. Are you doing what I am doing? Are you preaching? Are you teaching? Are you following up? Are you doing visitation? Are you praying for people? Are you doing ministry work? Then you can call me daddy. Please is quiet. Such people live and work as though they are in a family business. They do not have the usual employee attitude. They are more family members. Yeah. Also, such people do not have the usual I am here for what I can get attitude. Which, which, is, which, is, which was how Judas was. We, we didn't know how Judas was thinking till he went to see the priest. And he told them that I can bring him to you. Then he asked them a question. If I bring him to you, what will you give me? That is when we saw Judas's mind. He said, we'll give you 20 pieces of silver. It's okay. Yeah. There are some people before they play the instrument in the church. What, what will you give me before I play? Before you come and stand and hold the microphone and sing. What will you give me before I sing? Abba. In this church, we don't give anything for any. I would like to do the dancing. But, Mr. Bishop, man, how much will you give me? Shilling. We don't have anything for you. In this church, we don't give money for anything you do. All the things you see people do, nobody's been paid. Though. We had a guy who came around recently, said he wants to play drums. We have to give him money. I said, wait. We don't do that here. He was not happy. He said, this church, we are whatever. We are, th- that's how we have been. And we love it that way.
Your father that you are within the house, your father says, come and clean. Say, father, give me something before I clean. What do you mean? One day, a little boy, his mother was doing something. The mother said he should take something, dustbin or something, go and throw the rubbish away. Then he says, it's going to cost this amount. The mother took her time. She got a piece of paper and she started writing. He said, for sleeping with your father, five dollars. For becoming pregnant with you, ten dollars. For being, going through your, your labor. The first few months, the vomiting and the, and the, this thing, twenty dollars. Going through all the nine months, hundred dollars. Going to the labor world to push. Another hundred dollars. I could have died. Then is when you were born and I had to take in the night that I didn't sleep. Another hundred dollars. I mean, the list was going on as you were growing up. You fell down. They, they had to take you to hospital and be at the hospital. Another hundred dollars. So many things. By the time the guy, when the, the guy looked at the list of the thing, he wrote, "Paid in full." You are asking for money. If we start enumerating the things that has been done for you, that you are sitting here today. That you are saying, give me money before I sing. Your, your mouth will like, give me money. Yeah. We should be able to do the work. And most of the time, I've also realized that people also are not like really sons, sons, as in like maybe a biological son. But they make themselves to become. Yeah, Timothy was not Paul's son. But he made himself to become a son to Paul. And was working with him. Today, uh, Rahad Bonke, his ministry if he was going to depend on his own biological children, by now, Rehad Bonke ministry is over. Yeah. This, uh, this guy, what's his name? Colanda or something. He's not his biological son. His own biological sons are not interested in what he's doing. But this man has made himself like a son. And he has been understood. When you see him preaching like Bonke, doing the work. So, you don't have to be a biological son before, or daughter, before you become. No. You can make yourself to become. Or, you have to be of the same tribe. Nyebro, nyebro. I find that many difficulties are eliminated by working with sons and daughters. You probably enjoy working with your father more than your boss. In reality, not all workers in full-time ministry are sons or daughters of the ministry. Some are simply good people who want to work for God. Number two, workers who have the same spirit as the leader. What spirit are you carrying? It's a question. Some people are carrying the wrong spirit. 
there is a way we do things here in Lighthouse. If I am going to be a good worker in this house, I must carry the same spirit that Bishop Dag is carrying. Yeah? Recently, somebody was telling me, uh, somebody came around to see me. I've forgotten something. We prayed and all that. Later, and they, and they were telling me that the person was shocked. I said, why? He said, he was expecting that as he had come, no, I'll be collecting money, consultation fee. You see, but as I was listening, I realized that, you see, it's a certain spirit that some people also have. But in this church, my bishop doesn't have that spirit of collecting consultation fee, collecting this, collecting that. So, I also don't do that. That is why when you are doing something, you must ask yourself that. Is this the spirit of this house? Is that the spirit of Bishop Dag? Would Bishop Dag be doing that if he were in my shoes? Like, let's say, visitation, then he decides that he will not do. Because he himself told us that when he was at the age of 16, he had a list and maps to people's homes. And he will visit them and pray for them. He will mention their names and pray for them. So, if you are doing something else, you have also people to visit and you are there. And you are not going straight away. You have a different spirit. I know why you are not clapping because... Second Corinthians. Second Corinthians chapter twelve, verse eighteen. He said, I desire titles, and with him I sent a brother. Did titles make a gain of you? Walk we not in the same spirit? Walk we not in the same steps? Same spirit, same steps. Yeah. First Corinthians chapter 1. There's another scripture there. In verse 10. Pastor Gerald, if you can read for us. Now I beseech you, yes, brethren, by the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that ye all speak the same thing, yeah. and that there be no divisions among you, but that ye be perfectly joined together in the same mind, same mind, and in the same judgment. Yeah. Same mind, same judgment. Paul was saying something about uh, what's this guy called Titus. He said. The titles come in a different spirit. He didn't do anything. When I was with you, did I come for financial gain? And did he do that? He didn't. He walked in the same spirit. Let us have a mind of walking in the same spirit. Yeah. There's a certain spirit of our leader. He is around. After church, he is around. He is not in a hurry to go home. Then the prophet Kaka was talking about how when he met Bishop, every Sunday, Bishop would say, stay, 
Don't go. Then you used to wonder that, ah, what am I doing here? And he said he'll be there, he'll be bored, angry, not happy. Then one day he decided, he said, listen, if I'm going to be happy in this church, I have to just enjoy being around and have an, a non-agendaric kind of mind. I don't have any agenda. Sunday, I don't have any agenda. I've made the day open for the church. Even my family members, they know it. They say, Sunday, also, eh, this is They know it. So sometimes, when you are fixing a meeting for Sunday, so, that's it. <laughs> That's all. But you, you have made yourself available on Sunday. So anybody doing any program, they, they fix you for Sunday. They fix you for this. They fix you for that. But that is not the spirit of the leader you have. The leader we are following, he doesn't fix a, a, a funeral whatever for Sunday that he's going for funeral. Have you seen Bishop Dad going for funeral on Sunday? That you have fixed funeral, whatever. Bonyo party. Chief mourner. They have made you the chief mourner. Number three, we have to be closing. Share. <laughs> Okay. Workers who work for you because they owe their whole life to you. Wow. You see, if you haven't understood what has happened to you, you will not know that you owe your life. I am sure that if I was not doing this work, by now I'll be dead. No, you are not thinking so because you feel that. Everything will be okay for you. I am sure because I am doing this thing, the Lord is also protecting me and watching over me. You should know, dancers, if you don't appreciate your salvation, you will not understand what I'm saying. But by now, I'm sure maybe I have some five girlfriends or I have a wife with five girlfriends. And, and by now, one of them has given me HIV. No, you must think of the extreme. Shepherds. Shepherds, where are you? Stand, shepherds. I told you to come today. You are not here. Shepherds, stand. If you were not doing this work as a shepherd, by now you'll be dead. You are smoking You'll be shaking. Say, I don't think madness. I don't think. I don't think far. <laughs> but look at you here, looking very nice on Sunday. Wash your jacket, suit, tie, looking very smart. Some of you, even some of them, are making mistakes. They call you pastor. You correct them. Why you are not a pastor? Sit down.
But Paul was writing to Philemon. And he was telling him something. Philemon 1.19, he said, I, Paul, I have written it with my own hand. I will repay it. Abbey it. I do not say to you how you owe unto me even your own self besides. Even your own self besides. He was asking for a, a slave from him. And he was being said, he said, listen, if I start talking about you, you will see that you owe, you owe your whole life to me. Yeah. The way you are today. Some of you, you have been taught how to use cutlery in the church. Some of you have been taught how to dress. The way you used to dress some time back. You have never put on a tie before. Your whole life that you came. But as you have come into the church, you have become an instrumentalist. You are here in the church. Today you wear a tie. Look at these ashes. Some of you cry. You see that the tie in the cry. I say, Fatal Papa. But you see. Come there. You owe me your own life. You owe me your own life. That you are working as if. So work as if your whole life depends. I mean, if I had not done this, I would have died. Yeah. One day, Bishop asked Bishop Ogo. They were at a crusade. They had finished. They were sitting down somewhere. And then they were sitting by a disco. And a certain man came out of the disco around 4 a.m. Drunk. And so was coming. <laughs> and Bishop, and, and, and Bishop Oko himself said to Bishop that, this, this, this is me coming out from there. I, I used to come from this same door. I used to come from this door. Bishop said, hey. Then the Bishop said to him, you don't, you don't appreciate your salvation. If you did, you would be doing more than you are doing. If you appreciate your salvation, you will be working harder than you guys are working. You will be calling the choir choir director. When are we having the next meeting? I want to come. Because the thing that has happened to me, but you don't think that your salvation, I'm sure many of you think I would have been saved anyway. Now think about it. Where would you be by now if you were not born again? Wednesday evening. Brother Bia Chiwasha Kona Omiemiao. Omiemiao. There are people who work in the ministry out of a sense of gratitude and indebtedness to God. Some people are often grateful for their salvation and feel that they owe their lives to you. 
If people really understood what their salvation was, they would spend the rest of their days in full-time service to God. 70 years of working for God would not be able to pay for the blessing of salvation. Yeah. Sometimes when I'm doing things for the Lord, I just say, listen, I, I, my life could have been something else. I don't even... Sometimes I do it as if my own... I mean, I'm ready to give my whole life for the thing. Sometimes I'm not well, but I'm doing some things you don't even know. If you were you, you wouldn't come to church. He says, oh, I'm not well. Some of you, small headache, small this, small that. Number four. Workers who are prone to abandoning you. <laughs> hey! It's too wild. Paul said, 2 Timothy 4, 10, For Demas has forsaken me, <laughs> having loved this present world, and he departed unto Thessalonica, Christians to Galatia, Titus unto Dalmatia. Hmm. People... People have moved into the world. Yeah. They will forsake you when you need them most. Eh, Brother Naku? Have the people forsaken you sometimes before? Pastors, have your people forsaken you sometimes before? Have they been forsaking you? Having loved this present world. Listen, don't be a Demas. Demases love this present world. They love the world so much that they cannot be available for anything. When you need them, they are not available. And when you need them, at the time you need them, that's when they will forsake you. One brother, he went for rehearsal. They were doing something for Christmas play, Christmas carols night. He was going for rehearsal from the beginning of the year, preparing for the carols night. He was the keyboardist. He was there every day. Then the rehearsal, he was there. Then 24th, I think they were going to have the thing 24th night. So 23rd, he went to see the choir leader. They call it that, yes? I want to say that tomorrow I can't come. Why? He said, that is why I've been coming from the beginning of the year, so that... <laughs> Who says a tropper? So that when I don't come there, that day... The very time we need you, rather you will not come. 
and you have made us use you from the view of the year. Yeah, because I knew I won't come. So I've been coming so that when you don't see me, it, it, I've been coming. Meanwhile, you are the only keyboardist. You see, but all of us are looking at the guy who are saying, oh. But we are that person. That person we are talking about is you. It's because you think there are so many sopranos, so if I don't come, nothing will happen. But you, you, we have been rehearsing with you. You are the one we have been using. Then the day you should come, you are not here. And if you don't like my preaching, I will preach it. We have done dance formation with you. We have been dancing. You are supposed to be here. Then this person will be here. This person. Then when they dance, they will throw the thing to you. Then you will catch it. And then you will do something. The day we are going to do the thing, you are not here. When we throw, who is going to catch? Put your hands together for Jesus. <laughs> Tell the next person, don't be a Dimas. There are some of you, if we should go and come back, we won't see you again. Some people, normally they will go for a long time, they will come back and say, hey, this guy is still around. This person is still around. It's nice. But there are some people who ask, where are they? I was in Gabon over the weekend. And I, the last time I went there was 2011. So when I arrived, I was just asking about some people. And one particular lady, I remember, she was the one, the first time I came, she was moving with me. She had connections at the immigration. She was just passing through the airport with me. So I said, where is that lady? Everybody said, hmm. A domestic spirit has taken over here. Every ministry has a demas. Demas is the minister or employee who abandons ship, ship in the midst of the journey. Do not become the Demas of your church and ministry and basel and zone. There are people who are giving for your life. You know, and it's one of the things I believe that there are some people who have just been giving for me, for this ministry, for Bishop Dag. For even the impact service. That is where you must be. If you are not here, maybe something will happen. Yeah. You have been given to Lighthouse Chapel. To be here. I don't know. But it's up to you. You have to think about it yourself. Otherwise, you will not understand. Okay. <laughs> There is a feeling of peace as you work with this permanent family. Sadly, there's a type of full-time minister who will abandon you mystery. After being in the ministry for some time, I can often see the type of person who will suddenly resign from the ministry. Wow. And we can see such people. Number five, workers who refresh you. 2 Timothy 1.16 It says that the Lord give mercy unto the house of Onesiphorus. Is that a word? It's a name. 
For he oft refreshed me and was not ashamed of my chain. Wow. You see, there are some people who refresh you. Just by being around, refreshes you. Even the comments they make, the smile they give to you, their presence is nice. They've been around, it's nice. After you finish preaching, I'm not talking about the people who come and flatter you, but there are some people. They, they, they make you... Yeah. I remember one time, I think I was preaching. Those days, I think I was preaching all the three services. And I had preached... Was it the first? I don't remember what. But I remember Michael. Is he here? Ajay Bapo. He walked up to me. He said, wow. The message. I was planning to preach something else. You know, and he said, this message must be preached in all the services. He's too, and the way he said the thing, I felt so... Yeah, I... I, 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 I I decided to preach it in all the services. And it was a blessing in all the services. <laughs> I haven't told him this before. I'm sure he will not even remember. But be a worker who refreshes your leader. When your leader sees you, he's happy. The way you are around, when we are going for outreach, the way you are there encouraging him and making sure that things are done, when he sees you, he's happy, he's refreshed. You see, some people at the back, you don't refresh because you don't clap. The fact that, I thought we had speakers at the back. Can people hear at the back? But why don't you join in anything we do? When we clap, you don't clap. When we are shouting, you don't shout. You are refreshing me as you are clapping. Yeah. Sometimes just by coming to church, you refresh the, the, the pastor. Yeah, be that kind of person. And of course, some people even go further to refresh you with other things. Oh yeah, it will, it will bring you some water, bring you some refresh, bring you some uh, drinks. They'll bring you some tiger nuts, uh, something. Some tiger nuts. They refresh you. Yeah. Some people will bring you a shirt. I've seen that you have worn this one shirt for a long time. I'm bringing this shirt to be a blessing. It's a refreshing. You know, when you take the shirt and you wear it, you are refreshed. Sometimes you put something in an envelope, then you bring it to your leader. I love your ministry. You have been a blessing to me. It refreshes. Yeah. One man of God. He said he was at home. I think it was Reverend uh, Bobasari. Charlie, no money. <laughs> he was there, and then a church member came to the house. One early morning, he said he was not prepared to see anybody. He was very angry. He said the day before he had gone to church, they were taking offering. 
He said, he, was, he pretended to be in the spirit because when the offering basket was passing, shut up, your man. The Asha too was not getting the thing. He was still standing in front of me. When he opened his head, the Asha was still standing there. He said the following day he was in the house just wondering. Then somebody was at the gate. He said, ah, not today. Not today. He said, oh, pastor, the Lord told me to bring an... He said, open the door for her to come in now. <laughs> Quickly. Let her come in. <laughs> Brought the envelope. Said, come in, come in, come in. Knit down, knit down, knit down. In the name of Jesus. He said, as soon as the lady left, he called the house help, bruh. I said, Tomote Brim Brim. No from pacify me soon. Put your hands together for Jesus. <laughs> Or they pacify the soul. It's a refreshing. Yeah. The most refreshing people are those who are not ashamed of you. They love everything about you, including the unattractive parts. It is only the deepest kind of love that embraces everything the good, the bad, and the ugly. And you can feel the love. When you're around these people, you can feel that they genuinely love you. It's not like people who are pretending. And I can see those people. I see those people who genuinely love me. I can feel it. Yeah. Some people are not serving you for money. Uh, such people are not serving you for money. Hmm. What's that? Because I'm trying to read it. Demonstration. You will say Temptation. They are there because of a very personal love for the leader. I always sense when people have a personal love for me. I also sense when they know I'm not perfect, but they still love me. Every minister has a shameful chain around him. Not everyone who works in the ministry has this personal and permanent love. May you have the spirit of Onesiphorus. May you bring refreshing to the man of God that God has called you to. Number six, we have to close in the next five minutes. Time is up. Workers who are servants of the church. Yeah. Romans 16, 1. I commend unto you Phoebe, our sister, which is a servant of the church, which is at Sanctria. Sanctria. Yeah. Eh? Is that what? Rea Sanctia. Yeah, but you work in the church as if you are a servant. You are serving the church. One day, Bishop Saki was saying something about me. I don't know where we were. Was this? So he's a church boy. Yeah, church boy. It's like this is my life. I don't have anywhere else. I'm 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 a church boy. 
as an expression, are you a church boy or a church girl? When they are looking for you, they must find you in the church. We shouldn't find you at the nightclub. Or the stadium. There are people who bestow much service on the church in general. They are a blessing to many people. The impact of the servants of the church is best seen when they die. I have never forgotten the different people who have served me through the years. Some have made themselves into errand boys and girls. They have served and helped in almost every imaginable capacity. I know that God will bless them on the day of judgment. Don't just say amen. Be a servant of the church. Although most church members' deaths would go unnoticed, the whole church feels the loss of the Phoebes of the ministry. Yeah. When Mrs. Saki died, I mean, we all felt it. They are not that Mrs. Saki, many Mrs. Sakis. Yeah. We all felt it. May not be that when you die, it's like, you cry, cry, it's okay. One chorister, one of the pastors who was pastoring the choir, she got married. Somebody came to marry her to take her to another church. He said, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. He went to see Bishop Saki, he said, great, oh, even sowed the seed in the person's life as the person was going. Thank you for leaving because you in the choir, you are spoiling the choir. Yeah. Sometimes the pastor is praying that you'll be, you, you'll be taken away some way, somehow. If it's by wedding. He was there now when the lady came that he, she has come back. So, oh! Why? He said the marriage is some way. And it's, it's, ah! No, 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 no. Go and call your husband. We have to fix this marriage now. We have to fix it now. The marriage must work. Ah, go back. What are you saying? The marriage must work. Hey, we have to close. If I follow you people. Number seven. Couples who are in full-time ministry together. Greet Priscilla and Aquila, my helpers in Christ Jesus. Aquila was married to Priscilla. What a blessing that they were coming to church together. It's a great blessing that you and your wife are coming. You and your husband are coming. That's why you should just go and meet any lady at the marketplace and take her. Because when you are going to church, she will tell you, Olinoko, you go, I'm not coming. Bible says that do not be unequally yoked together with an unbeliever. 2 Corinthians chapter 6 verse 14. You are married to somebody who is not born again. Somebody who doesn't like church. And ladies, you have to be careful. Because when you are, you are desperate for a husband, anyone wearing trousers... Once you are wearing the trousers, you, you qualify. Don't just marry anybody. 
There must be people you have seen around. They are in church. You see them. When we are going, you are worthy to be praised. You are worthy to be praised. You are worthy to be praised. You deserve them. Every month you see him. You are worthy to be praised. He's coming to give his time. Such a person is a good person to marry. Because you go and marry somebody who doesn't pay tight, he is not afraid of God. Bible says that how can a man rob God in tight and in offering? So once a person doesn't pay tight, he is able to rob God. Then if he can rob God, then you dear. We are He will be fully around with you like that. Ah. Hey, Pastor. Hmm. You bring somebody to the church. When they say born again, when they say who wants to give his life, lift your hand, okay? Lift your hand. Lift your hand. Lift your... He himself doesn't see that he has to lift his hand. You are telling him to lift his hand. Okay, what they travel. The thing he will do to you. Have somebody you can come to church with. I'm in church. My wife is in church. I look for a lady. My wife, those days I met her, she was not my beloved, just a friend. I, on campus, UST. When I go to her room, I'm going to look for her. I say, she's not there. Where is she going to? Say, she's going to preach at a certain school. Kumasi, those days, they have this type of, um, what do you call those places? Uh, you know, some of those schools down there. St. Louis and all these schools, uh, university, something. Uh, He's preach, she's preaching there. I said, hey, what kind of lady is this? That She's always preaching somewhere. So I was watching her with my eyes. So by your obey your pressure. Yeah. Yeah. Watching her. So when the time came, I said, I think I like you. You are like-minded. I want a lady like you. You, you are going to get a brother who every day he's sitting under some mango tree. He's chewing uh, whatever. Or what dab it? I will say, okay, me too, I like you. What a trap. The day for church is it? Let's go to church and daddy. It is a blessing to see a husband and a wife together in the church doing the work of God. If your spouse is not in church yet, pray. Pray that they will be in church. Pray for it. It's a great blessing. So all your children will also be coming to church. It's a special privilege for a man of God to have both husband and wife working together for him. What a blessing it is for the whole family to work together in full-time ministry. It's a special blessing for couples to, to both find a place in the house of God. Couples in ministry have a, a more synchronized lifestyle than may enhance their relationship. Many full-time ministers take Mondays as their day off. However, in the secular world, Monday is the first and most important day. Yeah. In addition, a spouse who does not work in the ministry often despises the one in ministry. If you are not going, you see that. You see, when, when David came back from the bringing the ark, and he was dancing, he was dancing, Dancing, praising the Lord away. Oh, praising the Lord. You know how sometimes when the dancing is going, then other people will come and stand by you, and then you are all dancing. Hey, 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 hey. 
Mikal. His wife was standing and watching. Instead of joining the church and joining the sisters in dancing, she'd be the one be leading the choir. She came there. When the man came on, said, Look at you. You call yourself a king. Look at how you just displayed in front of the girls. He started despising the man because of the church. That's where the Lord closed her womb. From that day, she never gave birth till she died. You may never know what womb you are closing by. You need to, that's why you need somebody who will come with you to church. Hey, if I follow you people, I think we will not close you. You are saying what I will be here, but if I delay to you. No, but there are some people too, they don't like to do things with their wives. Because so. the way they are, they'll prefer, don't be a wife that your husband will not like to do things with you. Mm-hmm. Because you, 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 when he says one, then you say two. Say, ah. Um, which do we know? Which do we know the Bible? Recently, I was talking to a lady. She was talk- as she was talking, I could see something here that, you see, men have an ego. A man doesn't want to feel that he's, he's being challenged or he's being looked like. Yeah, so pretend as if he knows everything. It's wisdom. Wisdom is not like whatever. So, but if I know more than him, shouldn't I tell him? You're a fool. You, and I haven't mentioned your name. <laughs> I haven't mentioned your name. I have not mentioned your name. But you pretend. You can see that what he's saying is not this. But pretend. So, wow. Wow, wow. You see, the man feels good. He will like you. He will like to be moving. At the point, he himself will say, what do you think? And you say, oh, we can also do it this way. So, very good, very good. But when you start, eh, you don't know anything. <laughs> I don't think too far. Straight away, the man will, yeah, because the people they don't want because in a way sometimes the sister is too cantan cross. There are some people. They, one brother he was in the choir. He and his wife, he was not happy at all because man is feeling free pressure. If he talk to the sister, hey, if he does it, hey, but he's talking to a sister. He turns and the, the, the wife is just looking at him. That kind of wife. Close market. Can you imagine my wife was like that? I would be happy here. Maybe I'll send her to uh, uh, another branch at uh, Budumburam, Uncle Shehona, Minfili Free. Because we, there are people in the church, we have to be free with them, talk to them. How can we minister to people? Uh, if I follow people. Number eight, hard-working workers. Greet Mary who bestowed much labor on us. Romans 16, 6. Be a hard worker. You may think that God doesn't look at that aspect too. He looks at that. He said, Revelation chapter 2, verse 2 and 3. He said, I know your works and your labor. Yeah. 
God has insist your labor, how you work hard. So, so why, why, why should we work hard? Hey, work hard. God rewards you for your hard work. Be a hard worker. There are some people, when we see you, we are very happy. You work very hard. But don't also work very hard because you are getting something out of it. Yeah, we had a brother like that. He was working very hard. He was here all the time. There's no wedding that he will not attend. Every wedding he's here, he's organizing, arranging things, everything. Not sana when people put their offering. No, will you be? No, they are shutting pocket. Take the money and put it in his pocket. It's a certain brother. He paid himself. That's why he was working hard. So what to ask, why are you working this hard? Is there something that you have seen that you are working this hard? Yeah, because sometimes some people have a reason why they are working there. But it's like you haven't seen anything, but just for the love of the Lord, you are giving yourself, you are working hard. Yeah. I know there are people in the church who work tirelessly. Number nine. Workers who are women and cannot stop quarreling. <laughs> Philippians chapter 4 verse 2. Hey, we have to close. I beseech you, dears, and I beseech Sintiche, that they be of the same mind in the Lord. The people quarrel so much that Paul devoted the whole verse to their quarrel. When he could have used that verse to write something. Can you imagine what he would have written if they were not quarreling, but they were flowing as two sisters? He will say, I beseech Yehudias and Sintiche that they flow, that the work that they are doing, may they continue doing it. They, they are a blessing to the body of Christ. But now we have used a verse to correct you. Ladies! Listen, let me ask a simple question. Girls and boys, which people like quarreling? Even the girls are saying girls. They like quarreling. That is why in the marriage too, they take it there. They quarrel with their husband. When you see a problem, usually it's from the wife. Don't be a quarreling church member. Ladies, we want you to work. But please, not to come and quarrel. <laughs> Women are most precious workers who love the Lord with all their heart. I tell you, any church where there are no women, the church doesn't do well. Every church needs women. But if the women are going to be quarreling, uh, that one, the, the church Gamuni women cries better. Hey, some people like quarreling, no? One of the side effects of ladies working together is female bickering and quarreling. Paul found himself in the middle of female quarreling and had to dedicate part of his church letter to solving the problem between two ladies. Some of these quarrels and cold wars may be inevitable when women work together. God wants women to work for him and they have a valuable contribution to make. As we mature in the love of God, the Yodias Sintiche syndrome will surely manifest, but the love of God will smoothen out all these things. Yeah. Recently, 
a problem was brought to me from another church, another branch of Lighthouse. Some two ladies, something was happening between them. And something, I mean, the issue as we we're talking, but apparently the lady, one of the ladies, her husband is close to this one, but they were friends. But it's not, I mean, whatever. But as we were talking, there was something that we were overlooking. You see, so my wife, I called her into the discussion. I said she should come. So as we were talking, then she asked a certain question. Certain question. Because the ladies, they know themselves. They know their things. So he said, because the quarreling started when the lady came to the room. So she asked, what happened when this one came to the room? And then the other one said, when I came, she looked at me and did this. <laughs> uh, ladies, what, what is that thing? How do you do it? Huh? How do you do it? Ladies, you have been quarreling. You know, today you don't want to. Can, can a lady demonstrate to us how they do it? I need a lady to demonstrate. Priest, do you know how to do it? You don't know how to do it. How do you do it? Stand, let me see. Because nobody wants to do it. Show it to them. Hey! Meanwhile, the brother was standing there. He didn't see that thing. But the lady did it. As if you say, oh, who are you? That is where the thing started from. And we are trying to solve the thing from another angle. But Hey! Sisters, don't bring that thing to the church. And number 10... full-time apostles. Do the work as if you are doing it as a full-timer. Don't wait till you become a full-timer before you work. Me, when I was working as a lay person, I was working like a full-timer. Yeah. I will close. I, I will look for opportunities to leave the work and come to church. I'm looking for holidays to come. I'm looking Ah, come. When they say it's a holiday, oh, no crown and maybe back more. You know? But you find people, you do the thing half as, oh, we are not full timers. And when you say that, you feel like you are saying something. You are not doing anything. You haven't said anything. And listen to me God doesn't want people who do the thing half half. Yeah. God always calls people to do the thing with all their heart. Ecclesiastes 9.10, the Bible says, whatsoever your hand finds to do, do it with all your might, for there is no work nor device in the grave where you are going. Work as if your whole life, this is it. Work as if you are a full-timer, as if you don't have any other job you are doing. That is the art of ministry. Give it your all. Oh, May we be people who are great workers in the household. 
like Paul said of the people, he said, I make mention of you always in my prayers. May pastors be happy because of you. He said, I give thanks always to God because of you. May your pastor always be thanking God. May he not regret that you came into the church, but may he always be thankful that you came to join the church. In the name of Jesus. Clap your hands and stand to your feet. Lift up your hands and begin to pray right now. Talk to God. Pray that you'll be a good worker. A type of worker. Oh yes. Who will be like a full-time worker? A worker who doesn't quarrel with other workers. Lift up your voice. Pray. Pray. Pray that you will be like a son or a daughter in the house of God. Pray. Pray. Pray that you will be like a servant. Oh Jesus. Oh Jesus. Oh Jesus. Pray. Oh that your spouse can be with you if you are married pray your spouse will be with you if you are not married pray that God will give you a spouse that will be with you to work together in the house of God pray that you be someone who refreshes the pastor pray that you will not abandon oh yes you will not abandon when you are needed Pray. Like someone who owes his whole life to the ministry. Pray. Pray that you have the same spirit as the leader. Same spirit. Same spirit. Oh Jesus. Oh Jesus. Oh Jesus. May your pastor be able to thank God because of you. Pray. That your pastor will always give thanks and mention your name because you are a good worker in the house. You are a good worker. 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 God can make you into that kind of person. Oh, Jesus. Wanna be more like you, Jesus? I wanna be more. I wanna be more like Jesus. I wanna be a vessel you went through. Oh, I wanna be more like you. Oh. Jesus, oh, I want to be more like Jesus. I want to be more like Jesus. I want to be a vessel you work. Like 
tonight with every head bowed with all eyes closed maybe somebody invited you to church but you're not born again you don't know Jesus as Lord and Savior but tonight you want to say pastor pray with me I want to surrender my heart to Jesus I want to be born again if you want to give your life to Jesus wherever you are lift up your right hand and I'm going to pray with you you want to be born again you want to say tonight I want to serve the Lord with all my heart I want to be a son in the house, a daughter in the house. I want to give my all to Jesus. If you are here like that, lift up your right hand. I'm going to pray with you quickly before we leave. God bless you. I see your hand. Let it go up above your head. Don't be shy. God bless you. Lift up your right hand. I'm going to pray with you. God bless you. God bless you. If you have lifted up your hand, do one more thing for me. Come to me in front here. Come to me in front here. Come, let's pray. Come. I want to be a vessel. Quickly clap for them as they come. I want to be more like you. What's your name? George. Wow. God bless you. Lift up your two hands. Let's pray. Repeat after me. Let's all pray together with him. Say, Lord Jesus, tonight I thank you for shedding your blood to wash away my sins. Please forgive me all my sins. Come into my heart. Make me a new person. Please write my name in the Lamb's Book of Life. From today, I will serve you. I will follow you for the rest of my days. Satan, I will no longer follow you. I belong to Jesus and I will serve Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, Amen. We believe you have been blessed by this powerful teaching from the Kodesh, Lighthouse Chapel International. For further inquiries, please call 030-7010-444. That's 030-7010-444. God richly bless you.